What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Heath Mulligan Project, the podcast where we help you discover your purpose, your passion, and your possibilities. Today is uh, day two of reading uh, the book, The 21 Indispensable Qualities of a Leader. Uh, So we're going to do 21 straight days, weekends and all. Uh, to go through each of these qualities that a leader must possess. Yesterday we talked about character. So if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode, I encourage you to go and do that. Today we're talking about charisma. Now there's uh, there's this common misconception that charisma is only natural. That you either have it or you don't. And that's not entirely true. Now, there are some people who have natural charisma, obviously. But charisma is a skill that you can learn. And so what I want to talk about today is maybe some roadblocks that might be in your life that John Maxwell talks about here. And then we're going to talk about three things you can do to improve your charisma. Now, what is charisma? Uh, It's summed up greatly uh, in this one sentence um, from, from the book. It says, when it comes to charisma, the bottom line is other mindedness. Leaders who think about others and their concerns before thinking of themselves exhibit charisma. Charisma is this ability to attract people, and the way that you do that is thinking of them before yourself. Now, as we talked a little bit yesterday talking about character, what happens a lot of times is bad leaders or evil leaders or immature leaders use that charisma to gather people around them and then they abuse the relationship. So the charisma is good. You know, they're thinking of others and they're putting others first and then they're surrounded by people and then things get ugly. Maybe you're thinking today, man, I just, I don't know if I've got charisma or not. Here's five things uh, John Maxwell list that might be stopping you uh, in your search to have charisma. Number one, pride. Nobody wants to follow a leader who thinks he is better than everyone else. I'm telling you, uh, when you talk to people and they exude this, well, I'm better than everybody else, I'm smarter than everybody else, that person's just a moron, it is repulsive. Uh, I've experienced that recently where I, I was I was talking to somebody and the way that they were talking about one of their friends, they were just kind of putting them down and and it was and they were and you know the only reason we put people down is to elevate ourselves, which is I mean that's pride. And so if you do that, nobody's gonna want to be around you, much less follow you, much less support you. Here's the second thing. Insecurity. If you are uncomfortable with who you are, others will be too. I think this goes hand in hand with pride. I think 
a lot of times there's a false pride where you're putting others down to make yourself feel better, and it's due to the insecurity. If you are not confident in who you are as a person, if you're not confident in the fact that you are loved, that you're created for a purpose, and you are, by the way, you are loved. Man, there is a God in the universe. There are people who love you, who think the world of you. And, and God created you with a unique purpose. And, and part of the fun of life is discovering that purpose and living out that purpose and helping others find their purpose. But if you're insecure, it's not as repulsive as pride. Insecurity is it just kind of wears people out. Uh, but here's number three, moodiness. If people never know what to expect from you, they stop expecting anything. Um, I have been, uh, I have battled, uh, you know, you know, bipolar depression at, at times in my life. And I know those crazy mood shifts where you go from feeling like you're on top of the world to wanting to crawl in a hole. And again, this is this is something we've all experienced. We've all experienced those people who one minute they're the high of highs and, and they believe in themselves and they're ready to conquer the world. And then the next minute, it's a lot of I can't and I won't and I'm not and you got to find that balance and you can't let you can't let your circumstances dictate your mood and your attitude the people who are able to overcome their circumstances and maintain a positive attitude and a positive mood those are the people that move mountains and, and change the world right there here's number four perfectionism People respect the desire for excellence, but dread totally unrealistic expectations. Now, I am the king of unrealistic expectations. I have a friend who tells me all the time, Heath, you need to learn to manage your expectations. I have a little bit of Clark Griswold in me. I want everything to be big. This is a little bit different. This is somebody who wants everything to be perfect. They want, uh, they don't want anything out of place. And people who are perfectionists, if you're working in a team or working in that kind of environment, that drive, it eventually starts wearing thin on everybody because they can't do enough. You, you can't do enough to please that person. And again, this is all tied in together. It's just like, with a moody person, if you don't know what to expect with their mood and you just kind of like, well, you know what? If I, if I do this, I'm going to get yelled at. If I do that, I'm going to get yelled at. Same thing with perfectionism. When you know that no matter what you do, it's not going to be good enough, well, then why would you give your best effort? Why would you pour your time, emotion, and energy into doing something if that person's just going to come along and tell you everything that's wrong with it? And they're going to just shoot you down and, and they're going to 
want it done their way. And I'm not saying you don't try your best, and I'm not saying you don't work. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just I'm just saying perfectionism wears people out. Here's the last thing, number five. Cynicism. People who don't want to be rained on by someone who sees people don't want to be rained on by someone who sees a cloud around every silver lining. I am I'm, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. The glass half full versus glass half empty. Listen. You don't have time. Life is too short to surround yourself with people who not only say they can't, but who say you can't. And I'm talking about, you know, you want to train for a marathon? Surround yourself with people that say, yeah, you, you can train for a marathon. You can do that. Don't surround yourself with people that's like, oh, you can't do that. that well, that's stupid. Why would, you, why would you try to do that? You know, 2020 has been a hard year. And I've tried to, you know, find the best in everything. And I notice more and more of the people that don't. The people that every day is just a disaster and every every day is drudgery and every day is a curse almost. I can't live like that. I My mental health requires of me that I look for the positive possible outcomes. And, you know, when you have a loved one who's facing a terminal illness and you don't know how long that timeline's going to be, you either look in the worst, look at the, in the, for the worst in every day, or you look for the best in every day. One values life. And the one is mis- uh, the other one is misery. They're both hard. Life's hard no matter what you do. Life's hard whether you got a positive attitude, negative attitude, glass half full, glass empty. Life's hard. Life life's hard whether you're rich or poor, uh, you know, intelligent or not matter. Life's hard. You might as well go at it with some positivity. Make it less hard than it is. So those are the five things. Pride, insecurity, moodiness, perfectionism, cynicism. If you can stay away from these qualities, you can cultivate charisma. And then finally he closes out three three things you can do to improve your charisma. Number one, change your focus. When you're talking to people... Concentrate the focus on them. I had an amazing opportunity over Thanksgiving. I was eating with my in-laws, and uh, a gentleman came over there who uh, is in the Army Reserves and, and works with tanks and has been you know, a commander in a tank platoon, has been in multiple countries, has been overseas, has been in the Middle East. And I, I'm sitting there, and here I am. You know, I'm somebody who's trying to grow, and I'm trying to become a better leader. And I decided, as soon as I knew he was coming, I decided 
I'm going to ask this guy a bunch of questions. And it was fascinating to me, the answers. I asked him, hey, what's the, what's the number one quality you've had to develop as a leader? And the answer surprised me. Here's this guy who's been in war zones. Here's this guy who's in charge of uh, a tank brigade. I, I don't know the word for it. I don't know the military terminology, but he was over. he's over like a group of three tanks. And he he's telling me the process of which these tanks are graded. One tank's tested, then two tanks are tested together. Like each tank is individually tested, then two of them are tested together, then all three of them are tested together, and they got to get a certain score. He said the number one thing he had to learn was empathy to truly understand where each soldier was coming from to put himself in their shoes and to understand that it was not a one-size-fits-all operation and he said that was one of the greatest changes that had happened in the military uh that they were really focusing on empathy that to get the best out of your troops you had to have empathy so change your focus um, part of, part of, you know, th- this is a struggle for everybody. It's a struggle for me, but I go into interview mode and I just start asking questions. I want to know things. I want to be, I, I, you know, one of my, one of my core values as a person is insatiable curiosity. And I want to know things about people. So change your focus. Number two, play the first impression game. It says, try an experiment. The next time you meet someone for the first time, try your best to make a good impression. Learn the person's names. Focus on their interests. Treat them like a 10. If you can do that for a day, you can do it every day. I love that. If you can do it for a day, you can do it every day. So, again, make a good first impression. Focus on the other person. Treat them Treat them like a VIP. Treat everybody you meet like a VIP. And the last thing, share yourself. Think about how you can add value to five people in your life this year. Share your resources with others. That's what attracts people. People are going to be attracted to you if they know, hey, Heath's going to help me out. If Heath has a book that'll help me, he's going to point me in that right direction. If Heath has time, you know, I'm always <clears throat> trying to to find, you know, my coworkers. Hey, I got I got 15 minutes. How can I help you? Um so again, change your focus, play the first impression game and share yourself. You do those things, you're going to improve your charisma. And if you can improve your charisma, uh, listen. Charisma in no way, shape, or form is going to replace character. Character is, and always we should be, number one. But if you can improve your charisma and you combine that with impeccable character, you see what we're doing here. These are building blocks. These are building blocks. So yeah, if you don't have the book 21 Indispensable Indispensable Qualities of a Leader, it's a companion book to the uh, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. It all kind of matches up, but uh, it's a great resource. 
Um, I'm going to be honest. You know, I was, uh, the chapters in this book are very short. I was going to try to read this book in a week. Uh, and then, as God often does uh, here recently, I'm reading the Ford, the introduction to the book, and, and John Max was like, don't do it. Chapter a day. <coughs> and so my reading time in the morning hasn't been as, as long because these chapters are short, so I'm able to, to better digest what I'm reading. Um, and ironically, again, the way the Lord's working, what has my other reading been this week in Think, Learn, Succeed? How to read and absorb information. So I'm working on that. Uh, I'm working on 2021's reading list right now. I just ordered some books the other day. My goal uh, is to you know, read through uh, the Bible next year, uh, but to be uh, have a strategy in how to do that. Um, a couple of other books I'm looking at uh, deal with grief and emotions. Uh, I've just found myself recently um, lacking in that area. You know, here's somebody I'm trying to write a book on overcoming grief, and I have I have found myself wrestling with it more and more. Which nothing wrong with that. I Man, it's a part of life, uh, and I am just trying to again learn the you know learn and relearn and reinforce the skills that I've learned, uh, and so. You know, just going back to some of these books, really, that I've already read, that have been very helpful to me. Um, but really, you know, what are the, th- how do I want to grow in 2021? Uh, I want to grow emotionally. Uh, I want to grow in my emotional strength and my emotional awareness. I want to also want to grow in my, uh, in the effectiveness of my prayers. Um, not that I would have more prayers answered, but that I would be more focused in my prayer. And so I'll be reading a book, How to Pray by Pete Gregg, who, uh, man, just, uh, the founder of Prayer 365, one of my favorite speakers, one of the most genuine people that I've ever met in my entire life. So, hey, God bless you today. Work on your charisma, not, not for what it's going to get you but for how it's going to help others. It's a cycle. And don't forget your character. So my prayer for you today is God would just reveal to you that he would, even as you're driving to work or whenever you're listening to this, that you would encounter people that you can make feel like a million bucks. You would encounter people that you could literally make their day make them feel like a 10 and make them feel like a VIP in their life. They won't forget it. And they won't forget you. Have a great day. God bless you. And we will see you soon.